Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here on the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast. My name is David. And my name is Nick. Today, we'll be discussing sensitivity and specificity in reference to research. Typically, when we refer to sensitivity and specificity, we're determining whether a test is ideal for a topic of interest. And that topic of interest can include a dysfunction, a disease, a condition, and anything related. The values obtained are typically based on a gold standard and expressed between zero and one, with the ideal values obtained for both of them being more closer to one. And before we get any further, we have to put the disclaimer that determining the sensitivity and specificity of a test is not the only point of measure that determines the quality of that test. But we can also look at other points such as likelihood ratios and predictive values. But for today, we're just going to focus on sensitivity and specificity. Now to paint a more relatable picture, we can remind ourselves that we see specificity and sensitivity a lot when referring to special tests. So hopefully when you go back through those special tests and see all those values, it can provide a little bit more detailed explanations for you. And though this episode is not about special tests, it should be noted that even if a special test has a higher sensitivity and specificity, they are typically not done in strict isolation. And if they even are used, they are typically part of a total examination. Let's start with a quick definition. Simply put, Sensitivity is the ability of the test to identify individuals who have the topic of interest when they actually do. So in other words, we are referring to the true positives. While specificity is the ability of a test to identify individuals who do not have the topic of interest when they actually do not. So in other words, we are referring to true negatives. But where does true positive and negative come from? What makes them true versus false? And we can try to answer those questions next. So let's take an example when establishing the accuracy of a new test and comparing it to a reference standard test. True or false, positive or negative is determined based on the result received on the new test when it's compared to that reference standard test. So true positive is referring to both the new test and the reference standard test providing a positive result. True negative is referring to both the new test and the reference standard test providing a negative result. False positive is referring to the new test providing a positive result, but the reference standard test provides a negative result. And finally, false negative is referring to the new test providing a negative result, but the reference standard test provides a positive result. That's a lot of words, but when it's broken down, it's just four outcomes. We're comparing the result of the new test versus the reference standard test. If the new test comes back positive and then the reference standard test comes back positive, the same results obtained and it falls in line with a true positive. And we can follow that similar train of thought for the remainder of the true negative, the false positive and the false negative. Those four outcomes of true and false positive and negative are important because we need those when calculating both the sensitivity and the specificity. 
So let's start with sensitivity, or if we recall what we said earlier, we're looking at the true positive rate. Obtaining the true positive rate is essentially taking all of the true positive results obtained and dividing them by all the true positives. So we're going to include false negatives because we need to recall that a false negative is referring to the new test coming back negative, but the reference standard test coming back positives. So overall, our equation for true positive rate would be the true positives divided by the true positives plus the false negatives. Now, just quickly paralleling that with specificity, or again, if we recall from earlier, the true negative rate, obtaining the true negative rate is taking all of the true negatives obtained and dividing them by all the true negatives. So again, we're going to include false positives because we need to recall that a false positive is referring to the new test coming back positive, but the reference standard test coming back negative. So again, overall, our equation for true negative rate would be the true negatives divided by the true negatives plus the false positives. Now we can move on to the two popular mnemonics of snout and spin. What may help with the understanding of both snout and spin is reviewing, reviewing the inverse relationships occurring in both the equations for the rates of true negative and true positives. For the true negative, uh, true positive rate, true positives and true and false negatives share an inverse relationship. So that is true positives and false negatives sharing an inverse relationship. For example, if the true positive rate increases, then the false negative rate decreases. So a high sensitivity, or in other words, a high rate of true positives, could be paired with a lower false negative rate, since false negatives may be very unlikely given that the test may be able to detect the majority of those with the condition. Hence, a negative test may indicate condition-free or topic of interest. So this is where snout comes in. This is where it comes from too. The SN in snout is referring to a highly sensitive test. The extra N that's usually capitalized in snout is referring to obtaining a negative result. The out aspect of snout is referring to the potential to rule out. Provided the specificity is equal to or higher than another test that tests for the same topic of interest. Now for true negative rate. True negatives and false positives share an inverse relationship. For example, if the true negative rate increases, the false positive rate decreases. So a high specificity or in other words, a high rate of true negatives could be paired with a lower false positive rate since false positives may be very unlikely given that the test may be able to detect the majority of those without the condition. Hence, a positive test may indicate the presence of a condition or topic of interest. So this is where spin comes from. Spin, the SP is referring to a highly specific test. The extra P that's capitalized is referring to obtaining a positive result.
The in aspect of spin is referred to the potential to rule in, provided that the sensitivity is equal to or higher than another test, that tests for the same topic of interest. Right. And sensitivity and specificity can be a topic where you may have to review more than once or even more than two or three times. It can get confusing and saying sensitivity and specificity over and over again. Those words just tend to blend with each other. Take your time, work hard, and it will come. Remember, the goal is to not only pass the NPTE, but to utilize all of the wonderful information that you've learned as you move about your career. Thank you very much for listening. For more information on NPTE Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also check out all of our other social media platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We hope this episode on sensitivity and specificity was helpful, and we look forward to you joining us here next time for the NPTE Final Frontier podcast. Thank you.